Yeah. Oh, and Marvel. <laughs> I love it. Play. Welcome to the Marvel podcast. Yeah, the Marvel podcast. <laughs> uh, my name's Scott. This is not the Marvel podcast. This is a volunteer firefighter podcast. Uh, my name's Scott, and I'm joined by three fire friends. <laughs> It's like super friends. Super friends. <laughs> Todd. We're right back. Oh. And Rob. Hello. <laughs> and Ash. Hello. Tonight, uh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we, no. You don't have anything written up there. <laughs> I know. Well, I guess we talked about all the good stuff prior. Yeah, Todd uh-huh. had some interesting stories, like always. <clears throat> yeah. Should we talk about being mutual aid? No. <laughs> Not another podcast. Well, I often think we should have like a fireplace and Todd in the chair with a pipe. That's right. <laughs> telling fires. They're telling uh, parents stories. stories. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. a big bound book. This one time. Yeah. <laughs> leather bound book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one yeah. time is a This one time at band camp, <laughs> this patient stuck a flute. No. <laughs> you have to get the same artist that, they, uh, that uh, Grant got to, for his poster, his, uh, his painting he made. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, Grant, who's been on before, mm-hmm. um, got, he jokingly said to us, us painter, a, a painter friend of his. Like an artist, yeah. This artist. She was wanted to make him a painting, so he said, oh, he jokingly said, hey, you should uh, paint the fire hall on fire. <laughs> so, so he went away to England for a little bit longer than he wanted to because of yeah. COVIDs. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, this, I guess his painting was on his, his front door or something. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's of our fire hall <laughs> on fire. <laughs> and some, Clean of people, some of our guys didn't think that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> It was a pretty amazing painting. <laughs> it's pretty nice. It really was. Yeah. Well, I told like that should be a fucking uh, a job thing. Like you know, you, you you take a picture of your work and and then that person can paint it on fire. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> you did like the Disneyland Resort on fire. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Like, just, laughs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> Speaking of things on fire. Oh right. Ah. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Me? No, we're talking about you and your story time. Oh, my story time. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, when you retire, is there like a limit? A book deal? <laughs> a book yeah, deal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the funniest thing, like when we're all, when I was a new paramedic and lots of people, you know, lots of new paramedics hear the same thing from the seasoned ones, is they all say, write everything down, make a, like a log and write a book. Mm-hmm. I do believe there's one or two guys that may have actually done actually done that now. Right. There, there is some other ones like another province. So Bird actually have a book at home. A guy wrote a book and stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. But there's, um, I think in BC here, there's one with the past two years, I believe, that may have written a book. Is he like chapter one prolapse rectum? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the story's from that alone. <laughs> like sprinkles on ice cream cone. <laughs> Oh, man. Don't roll around high on meth with a prolapse rectum on, in pea gravel because that's what it looks like. Anyway, this is the firefighting podcast, not the prolapse rectum medical podcast. So. Oh my god! <laughs> Our pea listeners gravel. are going to drop now. Oh, they don't like it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, tonight we're going to talk about. Um, actually, uh, we've had a few people asking. And we've talked about this before. It was quite a quite a few years ago. Well, mm. quite a few years ago. How long would we be doing this for? <laughs> a couple of years. A couple of years now. It was uh, one probably, of the early ones. It was yeah. definitely one of our early ones. Um, how do you get um, finances, uh, or just how do you, in general, make a like a training ground? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a you know a big training ground, <clears throat> kind of like ours, or 
or like uh, you know a small something, or just yeah. anything, anything to mm. enhance your training. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I think the main thing is um, people always ask us about our burn buildings because we currently have two. Um, we're probably going to build one or two more yeah. in the next couple of years. Um, not full burn buildings, but mm-hmm. with capabilities of burning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the key with that one is um, don't like don't try to get big. Like don't try to be the you know the big masterpiece right away. That's right. Yeah. It's like literally, we started with just a few sea cans mm-hmm. and kind of a half-assed plan. <laughs> yeah, because because the the half-assed plan kind of <laughs> talked about well, okay, how much is a sea can? What yeah. can we do with one? Well, we have people in house. You know, welders, fabricators, you can do things. Then it's like, okay, well, where are we going to put it? Yeah. Right. Because we talked about well, we could start just in the corner of the parking lot. Yeah. Then we started talking about. I think was it was it you who actually mentioned the old rodeo grounds? No, it was uh, Jay, uh, our one of our captains. His his dad used to work right. in. Was it Rotary? No. K- yeah. Kinsman. 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 Mm-hmm. Basically, a service group. Um, who owned those rodeo grounds? And uh, he said, "Hey, there's lights and stuff over there. We don't. We're not going to use it again because they had not went out of business. Like disbanded or whatever. Much like the Shriners, I guess, recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, yeah, they just they disbanded, and um, so there's massive grounds there that had big lights. Um, and it just sat there empty forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a meeting, and uh, originally the chief that was like three chiefs ago, um, he just wanted a he just wanted a dumpster. <laughs> he mm-hmm. just wanted a dumpster over there, and we're like, well, no, we're gonna have this big rodeo grounds. Let's like it's put some stuff here because it's probably a good, I mean, usable area that we use. Probably, I'm gonna say five acres that we use. Yeah, probably another five, five more acres that we could use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we um we wanted to put a burn building over there, and then it kind of started with we went around, looked at a few different ones, online, and I think we went up to some of the other little smaller or bigger communities, looked at theirs. And then kind of decided, like, well, what do we want to do here? So I think I remember getting, I drew some pictures, and um, we ended up, because we wanted to have the ability to go um, below grade, above grade, and do the rollover. Yeah. So those are kind of the three things that we really wanted to do. I didn't, when, when <coughs> we were kind of initially planning it, and, and you definitely steerheaded all of that, because um, I remember making it somewhat modular so we could pull them apart. Those ones weren't. No, I couldn't remember. Were were those, was that first plan actually fixed or was that moving apart later for the seminar? No, the first one, the first burn milling was, was going to be fixed, always Mm going to be fixed. Because the way we, the way we placed it, we, um, we placed it and then put like a ton of concrete in, probably literally Mm -hmm. a ton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, into the burn ones because we didn't, I guess we concreted both sides, didn't we? Yeah. 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 We yeah. concreted the whole thing. Like, um, And then as soon as we did that, they were not movable anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, those ones were, were laid in with permanence in mind. Because mm-hmm. we looked at the uh, the shorter can mm-hmm. for actually like the burn barrel side of it, right? So that's where we're going to burn. It's going to yeah. be elevated. Yeah. So we yeah. got some, uh, we got some, uh, those big cinder block things. So it was mm-hmm. concrete blocks. Concrete, concrete, concrete yeah. blocks. Those big tall, those like, I think they're like three or four feet tall. Yeah. Um, got four of those, laid them out. That's pretty much the only thing we really measured. <laughs> so we measured where we wanted those, put them, we put them there because that was as close as we can get a hydrant. Like we had the hydrant a little ways away. That was as far as our town was willing to bring us a hydrant in. So we're still, uh, about three, four hose lengths away from mm-hmm. the burn building. Mm-hmm. We actually wanted it in a little bit of a ditch 
so the town couldn't see it. But then, then at the same time, someone said, "Well, it's good for the town to see um, us drain." Okay, yeah. yep. a little bit of an eyesore now. Um, you know, after you burn on it and it gets rusted, and then you paint it, rust it again, burning yeah. like. But you know, it's a burn building. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we I remember we measured that. We put the twenty footer on because uh, at first we were gonna like, do we need a forty footer for a burn can. Well, no, because you're just burning it. And then we're like, okay, well, let's get a 10-footer then, because we don't really need that much room. Well, it turns out a 10-footer actually costs more than a 20-footer, because 10-footers are used more for storage. Yeah. And they're uh, they're more of a, like, an oddity, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the 20-footer actually was cheaper. So we put, dropped the 20-footer down. Like, I think we put, like, four inches of cement on that thing, because yeah. we burn that hot. Like, that's, that thing's yeah. our main when that gets burnt. Yeah, and then uh, then we just dropped the other sea can next to it. So now that one that one was elevated. The first one was elevated, yeah. and then the next one kind of butted up against it. So it's like uh, the barn doors were on the back end of the of the twenty footer, and then the barn doors were facing the other way on the uh, forty. So butted them up. Got somebody with a uh, actual plasma cutter torch. That was about the only thing we didn't have. Mm-hmm. Cut he cut a really nice square out of the two things, and that married those two cans up. And then after that, <clears throat> we went with another can next to it, another forty footer. And then we put a 20-footer on top and didn't realize... Because <laughs> all of this is like... There's no real plans. There were, at the time, anyways. There was no real plans on the internet. There was b- places... People that built them. Mm-hmm. But no one was willing to tell you how, you, share how they built them. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really share. So it was like... Okay, so we, we took that 40-footer. We threw a 20-footer can on top of it. And then we started just cutting holes. I can tell you, uh, cutting holes in a sea can... Because sea cans have... Um, a lot of them have that... It's like teak or something. Like it's like super hard wood, mm-hmm. and the I think floor. it's from like like rainforest wood. So it's like super hard. I remember we were cutting. We used a skill saw. We used a chainsaw. We used a chop saw, <laughs> and then so that just to get through the wood. And then now we're into the metal cross beams. So now we're using an angle grinder, a cutting torch. <laughs> so that got rid of the top that part of the floor. So now we're into the roof of the next can. So now we're back to the angle grinder, cutting torch. Man, that was that probably the cutting that second floor was the hardest of all that and then we had to get stairs made like metal stairs again that we got that done professionally yeah because that's something that we could not yeah. just randomly do um yeah it's quite the process but it was all like kind of we were just kind of um and it didn't happen all at once like that <laughs> that no. period happened over what i'm gonna say like, it took about a year to get that yeah and to add the stairs and the other doors yeah i think it was about a good year before we burnt it yeah mm-hmm. before we felt comfortable to burn it yeah, the stairs, the doors. The doors we managed to get uh, from a, uh, an old uh, courthouse. Um, they were um, they'd got rid of their cell block doors. They were switching out. That's right. So we managed to get those. We got like I want to say like three thousand pounds worth of doors or something. Because they said, oh, if you take these cell doors, you got to take these other wooden doors. We're like, okay. So we came back with this giant load of, wood of doors, <laughs> <laughs> and the cell doors work really well because they're like, they're metal and they're solid. Then and then uh, you guys you change the the locking mechanisms on them. Yeah, there was no locking mechanisms on them, so we just we okay, just made just some. Use a, a yeah, bar. I think we just cut the thing, and then uh, Spencer at the time he welded, he made some uh, design with like a just a like a latch, a big a big yeah. latch that we could find easily in the dark and the smoke because yeah. mm-hmm. for safety we didn't want to have like, fiddling with the door knob. Yeah. Yeah, so we just did that again. It was just there was no no plans. We were just all just kind of fly by the seat of the pants. And uh, we made some mistakes. Like, if you look at one of our uh, windows, we kind of, we just started cutting it. We didn't measure anything. We just cut. So it's kind of cut sideways. And to this day, you, you try to close the, the flap on the one window and it 
doesn't close properly because yeah. the flap was all cut funny. Um, and then you can see as we got better, we um, the, the second burn building, there's a couple more cuts, even though even that one's cut funny mm-hmm. from parts of it. We think, too, after we realized the 20-footer on top of the 40, yeah, we had to reinforce yeah. it because of the weight in the yeah. middle of the, the bottom mm-hmm. container. Yeah, because sea cans are, they have the support beams around the corners. Yeah. And so if you put a 20-footer on a 40-footer, well, halfway in the halfway between the twenty or the forty footer, there's no um, support. So when you have a twenty footer, that's pretty heavy. I remember again, I got called one day by one of our, our guys who was a construction guy, Andrew, and, yeah. he, and he goes, uh, "Hey, I think the sea can's uh, folding in half." I was like, "Whatever." Drive up, oh, because it had, it had a pretty good probably about a, a six inch like bend in it. <laughs> so yeah, so we wanted to go down and get some uh, I beams, braced it all up. Um, got the rescue truck out and we actually did, we used the um, hydraulic tools to lift it and put some more bracing underneath it, brace it that way. So yeah, that part is not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at it and some of it, like to start off with, we didn't need any of that. No. <laughs> like, um, so I'm looking at these smaller departments like, and that the guys were asking us last week that we were trading with. Um, I think you did really do a burn building. You only need like one camp. Like one twenty footer, you can have some pretty good stuff in there. Yeah, you can, you can build a shelf awesome on the one end. You don't have to do the yep. dual, the dual can and split them. Yeah. yeah. The, the nice thing having that twenty footer um, on the right. other end with it elevated. What what is it? Four, three feet? Four feet? Oh, three feet. It's yeah. as high as uh, one of those uh, big cement blocks. Yeah. So the nice thing with that is because I remember then we you, you did a lot of research on where to put your vent holes and how to do it for. Uh, some safeties to control your smoke so you yeah. could try and get some rollover, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, again, all kind of based on pictures, like, you know, there's not a whole, like, again, there's not, there wasn't a whole lot on the internet at the time, so it was a lot of, like, I was looking at pictures, and I was noticing they had vent holes, I'm like, okay, why is that vent hole there? And I'd mm-hmm. watch video clips, it's like, oh, they have a vent hole there, because now you vent behind the guys when they're sitting, sitting, and then that's going to draw the, the, the smoke yeah. above them, and then that draws the, the flashover above them. Yeah. Or the rollover above rollover. them. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of guesstimated where it was and we cut that flap and that flap seems to work well. Works really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's kind of, cause otherwise it just kind of, the smoke just kind of sits in there and I mean, it gets hot. You might get a little bit of a, a rollover, but, or a, uh, yeah, a rollover. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, you gotta open the flap at the right time. Yeah. And that all became trial and error. Cause I remember, I think yeah. you and I were in there the first time we burned and we yeah, didn't know what the hell we were doing. There's a lot of, yeah, we threw. Around. We started with like two pallets. Yeah, <laughs> I remember we threw two pallets in there, and we just sat there, and we had like a, we built like a crumple up newspaper. Yeah, crumple up newspaper and lit it with a lighter. We're like, and it would burn, and then go out, did it again, burn and go out. We're like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> so then I think we went to live burn again, um, like because we used to go to live burn all the time out of mm-hmm. town. So then this the next time I went, I went as a training officer, and I um, so I was went watching the new guys train but i went looking at how to make a burn building run so the only reason why i went i didn't care about the training i was looking at how they ran their burn building mm-hmm. so right away first thing i noticed is they ran everything with tiger torch yeah so they go in with tiger torch they carry it in and then they light it and then as soon as it gets going they take the tiger torch out. I'm like, yeah. so they literally the guy just shoves it in and walks away <laughs> until it gets rocking so yeah okay so went by the tiger torch. <laughs> so next burn, and then they also notice they start the fire with like eight eight pallets or eight or nine pallets, not some two stacker. It's like a nine stack. Yeah. <laughs> they get it rocking. So it's like, okay. <laughs> so next fire we go in there, <laughs> 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 and 
and that got cooking. <laughs> yeah. So then, then we were like, okay, and then we started playing around with fence and um, and I think we got a pretty dialed dial now. Oh, for sure. Like even yeah, I mean, like, like today, we just had that same department was there. Uh, we brought our three rookies <laughs> and one of theirs through mm-hmm. that has never yeah. seen live fire before. Um, same same thing. We did the um, cold start with them. Just kind of walked through as the fire was building, explained the thermal layers and everything, and then when it was rocking, ended up opening up that that vent because it was it was like slowly starting to like lick its way out because it was running out of places for the smoke to go. So it wasn't really all that spectacular. The moment that you open up that vent, it was you know rolling over pr- pretty heavy over everybody's head, and yeah, like today still it's and there's some. I'd say a few extra vent holes that have yeah, I mean, found its way through over time. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was still working flawlessly. It was great. Yeah. Did you well, guys... and actually, I was, uh, I realized while I was doing that, because I, I had a cold, so I didn't want to go in because I was fucking coughing and didn't feel like putting an SCB on. So I was the first time I ever let anyone, like Ash, like Ash ran the show in there, and I was the mm-hmm. first time I ever let anyone else be like the, the cold start guy. I'm like, the guy. outside, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you guys are right in there. <laughs> the smoke's pouring out. I'm like, eh. Because I, I don't normally sit outside with the cold start. Sometimes you see it. So I'm like, man, this is freaking scary in there. Because <laughs> this is black smoke. Like, not oh, yeah. like black. It's like brown smoke's pouring out because we're using pellets. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this brown smoke's pouring out. I'm like, I'm not usually the guy outside watching it. So I'm like, oh, crap. This <laughs> looks like crap in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Were then you, you open up the vent. And... Were you guys able to get a good rollover in there? Oh, oh yeah. Sure yeah, I can see it yeah. through the, I can see it through the crack in the window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely impressive, and um, it, it's funny because one of the guys <clears throat> from our neighboring department, he he went in, and again, he's never been in live fire. I don't think he's experienced it, um, like in the wild as well. I don't think he's seen any live fire action. Period, um, and he got himself really worked up. So he's you know walking in there. I can see his eyes are like golf balls, or just super big so i'm like hey come on up to the front with me so he, he sat up there with me and um we were chatting a bunch and the more it happened and the more that we explained and talked about that uh, thermal layer smoke layer talked about um how well our our gear can respond to this heat and that's why we have it obviously um you can see his eyes were getting a little bit more normal and he was getting a bit more relaxed mm-hmm. um and, and then again, just before we opened the vent, it was pitch black. I had one of our, our other newer guys was in there, and he was maybe two feet behind us, and I got him to turn on his flashlight. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I can see him. I'm like, perfect. Okay, now take four <coughs> steps back. And he took four steps back, and everybody's, like, squinting, like, oh, I can kind of tell he's there. I'm like, take two more steps back. And, like, when you're talking steps, like, this is maybe, he's maybe five feet behind us. And he was completely gone, right? And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, like, it is thick in here. Like, okay, now it's introduce a vent. So we opened up the vent, and right away, that rollover started to happen, and it looked really spectacular. Um, and then you can start to see some changes in smoke layer and in uh, visibility. And again, I'm like, hey, if you get low, how far back can you see him? And now he was, you know, pretty much playing his day. You could tell. If you were really low, that visibility layer got way, way higher um, than what it was prior. So, again, he walked out, and he's like, man, thank you. Like, 
like that I had it worked up in my head so crazy like I thought it was gonna be really hot which like which it was like I'm up at the front and I'm like Ugh, this is super hot Jesus one of our new guys was like right behind me and he's like oh this this isn't bad and he's like oh this is getting hot and he's like I kind of use you as my shield and my like, cool man human shield this is awesome <laughs> but he's like yeah like it got hot but you trust you trust trust your gear um, and that's what it's there for. Um, yeah. and that experience alone, like all of our training is great. And like, I think that's where we get dialed, obviously, but that initial stress inoculation to the heat yeah. and understanding what your gear is capable of, um, that takes all of that, like where you can go and train in a gas, gas and gas induced fire building, but you don't yeah. get the heat. You We're don't get the gas experience. Induced fire stuff. And it doesn't, you don't have the same, uh... <sighs> it's not the same. No. The same fear. No. It's, it's it's like good fear because you know they're just going to go, like they turn off the knob and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you're like, okay, there's actually like wood burning and there's like combustible material and there's like smoke pouring out because in the mm-hmm. gas, there's no smoke. Yeah, they introduce smoke. Like, like inside a barbecue. Smoke powder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they introduce smoke powder. And it's like, you know, that's not real smoke. Yeah. So this, you're like, it's burning or there's mm-hmm. like, you can hear the crackle of the fire. Mm-hmm. There's stuff like collapsing in front of you because the pallets are starting to disintegrate in front of you. That's right. Yeah. But I think that's what's super important that, like you said, Ash, it builds that confidence of, you know, you can get in there, you can talk about the stages of the fire, <coughs> you know, talk about, okay, that when you're on your knees sitting up, you know, or squatting, you know, the visual differences and the heat differences too, mm-hmm. now you get a little bit lower, how much safer it gets. For sure. And, you know, you layer that in with the training that you get for your fire attack and, and when you're reading smoke and when, you know, we talk about, okay, well, the whole, um, are you making a push in this type of an environment? Well, mm-hmm. if it's black smoke down to the floor, well, maybe we need mm-hmm. to really focus on some ventilation. Prior, see what's going to happen. Right? Mm-hmm. See what's going to happen. Get that flow path. But then going in there, we're like, okay, take your glove off. Totally comfortable down below. Slowly yeah. raise your hand. Feel that heat. And, and then watch it come down lower to the ground. Yeah. It's going to build that confidence. And the mm-hmm. nice thing with the way that building is set up, if something ever was to happen and you need to bail out, you have your safeties at the back. Just open up that back door closest to the fire. Yeah. If fire's lazy, how it goes, it's go right and out. you're yeah. safe again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got your hose lines. You got numerous ways yeah. to suppress it and hydraulic vent and whatnot. So it's it's yeah for sure. It builds it all together so nice. And we layer that in there so heavy on those cold starts. We take everybody in there um, when it's like there's zero fire. We we walk in there, mask off, lights on. You know, we're showing everybody these are all of your safe exits. Uh, and then we, we definitely hit heavy on this is a training fire. This is pallets, maybe some hay. Uh, this is not a structure fire. Like the B, BTUs in a pallet fire is a fraction of what you would get in a house fire. Yeah. But it's still so good to see what that is. Like, But a sea can won't burn. So all of our combustible materials are right up here. So this is... This is where all of our fire is. You might get some smoke and you might get a little bit of a rollover um, with the unburnt fuel. So we talk, talked about like smoke being unburnt fuel. Uh, this is why, you know, you have to control the flow path. You have to be aware, like re- read that smoke. But in this training environment, um, it can't spread from where it is. Yeah. So again, like you just take those couple steps back. Or anything like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So it takes all of that, that thread away from it. Um, and again, it's just, you know, in that burn building, I think it's like close to 10 years old now. Mm-hmm. We've burned a lot in there. We have. 
and uh, you know, you can see there's like little rust holes in it, like certain yeah. parts. Because like, I, I go through and I do, I don't want to say I do like a full inspection of it, but you know, probably four or five times a year, I'll go while I'm while I'm loading pallets, I'll go and poke poke at things to see, oh no, it's still good, and like I'll mm-hmm. I'll check like to make sure it's obviously structurally sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but where where our burn chamber is, that's most the most weakened part, and it's yeah. still holding up really well. Yeah, the kind of the the secondary burn area where we all kind of sit and we, where we sometimes light fires, mm-hmm. that's holding up really well. Yeah, and then uh, going into the what we call the warm room, which is right next to it, and that's mm-hmm. like another secan. That's the one that's side by. That thing hasn't even been like it's had a little bit of fire licking into it, but it's 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 in perfect shape. Yeah, um, that's the nice thing with the secans <clears throat> and why I think so many departments are using them now is that, like I said, like <clears throat> when it comes time to okay, we need to replace this, like. Where you spent all the money and the time making the stairs and the other other rooms, yeah. those are going to last forever. That's all going to be yeah. there forever. It's so easy to pull out those other two cans mm-hmm. and swap yeah. them out and not yeah. affect the other yeah. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, like I, I know that we we were at the uh, one burn building that was all concrete and stuff. Man, when that thing goes, it's going to be gone. It's gonna, and then yeah. you're not going to be able to just oh, just going to slap some fucking concrete on the side of this thing. No, it's yeah. it's going to be done. Like you well, just was... pick a piece of it out of there. I mean, that's yeah. what happened in that one. And, uh, that was that was Penticton's yeah. burn building. So when I was up there, that's where I learned with the live fire in that structure. And it was all concrete towers and everything. Yeah. And I still remember we had this rock and fire down in the burn room below. And I was a rookie. <clears throat> and we're making the push up with the other f- firefighters and instructors. And they had these uh, steel grates through the floor to get all the ho- the heat and smoke to yeah, rise nice. up to the other levels. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're, you're crawling along doing your search. And then you cross that grate, and holy fuck, did you ever know when you crossed that grate because it got so goddamn hot, you quickly yeah. moved off. Of You're basically in a chimney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's how dangerous. So you scoot across it, like, hot, 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 and kind of scoot, scoot across it. And I remember the one, uh, it was Kenny, he was the captain or lieutenant, and he's he's like, we had our pass alarms were the high heat alarms, and it starts going off. He goes, anybody else's high heat alarm going off? We're like. No, but it's fucking hot. It's like, yeah, it's time to get out. Let's get out. <laughs> so off we went, and that, that I don't know how long that structure lasts, but of course they yeah. had to replace it, and, and they never did. But they, they ended up replacing with. Now yeah, they have sea cans. Yeah. yeah. What was the cost? Like, yeah. for sure, take yeah. down and like, holy shit, that's a lot. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, so back to let I me mean, our whole building. So that's four cans, so two forties and two twenties, with concrete and stuff. I'm gonna say that thing probably cost us. 20 grand with the stairs. The stairs are really expensive because it was yeah, all metal right. stairs, right? Yeah. So that's probably mm-hmm. 5,000 right there. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to say it was probably 20 grand by the time that was done. Mm-hmm. So take that. A lot of departments aren't going to afford that. But you need that. So back to what I was yeah. saying, you can start with a 20-footer. Yeah. And we advocate this. Like, hey, just grab a 20-footer because like, like I was telling these guys, these guys that came and visited us, I'm like, hey, it's great having you guys down here. Like, whenever you guys want to come, come down and use our burn building. Mm-hmm. But also... You guys can make your own. Well, for and that's two thousand nice bucks. Thing. You can make yeah. your own. Yeah. So you start with a, a twenty or a forty. Mm-hmm. Then you got your your burn can, and then you don't even need another can to add onto it. You could wood frame it and that's what we out did. a door yeah. to the yep. side, and now that could be your other hallway or whatever you want mm-hmm. to build. And then you enter into your burn building. Yeah. And proceed from there. Yeah. And isn't that what we did? We built something like that for one of sure. our seminars. That's what yeah. we did. Ten foot, it. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, because I remember we had the seminar, and we always used to do seminars with no burn building. And it was for years and years, no burn building. And then I, and then one day we were in a meeting, and I was like, why don't we have a burn building in the seminar? And they're like, we can't have a burn building in the seminar. I'm like, oh, we can. Let's build one. <laughs> so they're like, how are we going to build a burn building? I'm like, 
Let's grab a 20-footer. Yep. So I grabbed a 20-footer. Didn't put any cement in it. Because we, we, like, we knew as soon as you put cement in it, you can't... Yeah. The thing Transport. The, the, yeah. Fucking, the, the, base, the thing's going to fall out. Plus, we didn't have anything that could lift it. Because yeah. 20 or that much concrete is a... Yeah. Like, one of the guys at the math, he's like, that's a fair amount of weight. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing we had that could lift it around here. So, okay. So we're like, okay, do we need concrete in the bottom? Well, no, we're just going to burn the floor up. Okay, cool. How long will that last? I don't know. <laughs> so what'd you do? Burn the floor up. No, you put, you, put, you put a metal tray in there. We put a metal tray in, yeah. So we, well, and we also burned the floor. <laughs> yeah, but still, to start, you, you, you added yeah. just a steel tray. So yeah, we, we got tray. a twenty footer down there, dropped it. Um, we cut a um, cut a window in the back. Yeah. Cut another window off the side. The window off the side was actually the reason why we cut the window off the side was to load it. So we cut a huge window off the side, um, and we you just use the metal you cut out of the window yeah. out of the flap. That's your door. So then we did that, made a little bit of a, kind of a windowsill. Um, and basically, uh, and the back is actually the vent hole. So the back, I, I think we measured like, this might be two by two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like the, the back, the actual use, one we use for venting, a little two by two window. So right at the back. And then, yeah. Uh, and then what we did for that seminar, we just, we just ran a uh, hallway, like we were talking, on like an L. Yeah, yeah. Because we were saying, well, it's going to catch on fire. It's like, yeah, but we're so. firefighters. We put it out. Like, if a hallway catches on fire, what do we do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> put it out. So we built, like, a kind of a, you know, just a really easily framed. Um, it's like a 10-foot square almost. Yeah. I'm going to say, well, it was like another 20-footer. So it was like basically. Was it 20 feet? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we just kind of framed it in. Some two-by-fours. Some really cheap, uh, like, sheeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, litter up. Yeah. In a seminar, we were burning eight hour, like two eight two eight hour days. Well, it was probably an eight and a four hour day. Didn't we add a quarter wall inside? Or was that uh, I later? Think we might have at one point. Oh yeah, because I yeah I think I added a um because one of the things we cut out of the um we had another piece of metal yeah so we cut that yes. out we put a quarter wall in yes yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we actually had to make the push in on yeah, the kind of cut an angle turn and then around another angle to actually see yeah. the seat of the fire yeah mm-hmm. yeah because you don't guys necessarily hitting it from the door yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure enough, the hallway caught on fire. <laughs> and what do we do? We, as soon as we open it up for venting, hey, put that fire out. So the guys hit the fire, knocked it down, made the push. Made the push. Yeah. Um, that thing lasted for a weekend of burning. Yeah. And it didn't Tons cost of evolutions. Yeah. 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 So that was an easy, you know, CK. Well, back then CKs were thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Now they're about two thousand, I think. CKs. Yeah. I think four, really four, like four, 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 yeah. four, 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 for, for an easy four grand, mm-hmm. you get a seat can. Um, you don't need mm-hmm. anything else. You build an easy hallway. And then what Absolutely. we did, so then next time we got a little bit more money, we got, so now we got that one seat can. We threw another seat can next to it. So now we got the L. So we, now we don't have, now we have a hallway that won't burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that one, we just spun it around. So the, um, the, the double doors were, um, were the entrance hole. That's right. And then we just framed in a, uh, framed in like a man sized door. Yeah. But then that made it awesome because we could close it up. And make it totally portable, yeah. and then we cut a side door in the sea um, can, so we could access that the burn room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I want to say for back then for four grand, you could have a pretty sweet building that you could almost do everything in. You couldn't do above grade or below grade, but you could do. Um, but you're getting the basics in. You can do yeah. VIS. You can mm-hmm. do your initial direct attacks. You can do mm-hmm. transitional attacks all in the first <coughs> step, right? Yeah. You can do hydraulic venting. You can do positive pressure. Like, yeah. you can bang off a lot. With you that. can even do a cold start. Um, 
because that can get smoking hot because it's only 20 feet and you're Smoke. on yes. and you're on ground level with it so yeah. like it gets hot fast mm. so you're not in there as long feeling it but you're in there for a short time feeling more heat all of the heat yeah, yeah. and then it actually if you go, do it right you can sit inside the burn chamber and then guy, peel guys out to go into the secondary room yeah and kind of sit at the doorway and that really shows you what happens if you're not in the burn room if you're just kind of using the doorway as your shielding mm-hmm. how well like that the, the door actually offers yeah. some shielding for you. So, I want to say for, well, now, what, for probably six to eight grand. Yeah. You yeah. can build a pretty nice uh, build, burn building that pretty much covers, at least gets you the stress inoculation, gets you all yeah. the stuff you yeah. just mentioned. Um, mm. The only thing that comes down to is, well, next thing is land. Where do you get the land from? That's what guys are asking yeah. me. Well, yeah, for that amount of container space that's a small yeah. chunk of land you yeah. really need. So, what we got, we got gifted pieces of our airport yeah which is awesome um didn't we sign a lease with the town for like something like a dollar or something no, no we were going to they said yeah whatever it's yours okay well we even better yeah. yeah and i mean now we have so much stuff over there i don't think we'll ever move it <laughs> so, <laughs> no it's very well established yeah. now and they, yeah. Yeah. And they, and they see the benefit of it yeah mm-hmm. they see the benefit of it because now we're not going to the uh, outside of, uh out region to do courses yeah. that we can do in town mm-hmm. um but one of the things you could do is if you don't have land um most municipalities have a garbage dump. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's owned by the town or owned by your municipality. Go to the garbage dump and say, hey, can we have a corner? We need 60 feet. Yeah. That's our 60 feet. Perfect. Because you're in a you're in a garbage dump. So no one cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no one cares what dirt there is. It's already fenced off. It's already fenced off. Yeah. There's usually pallets and stuff kicking around in a garbage dump. Yeah. Like if we lost our, if we lost our training ground tomorrow, which would be terrible. That's the next thing I do. I'd be like, "Hey, run to their garbage dump. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna grab some land from them." I don't know if we'd be allowed to, but that's where I would say we That'd should be the first. Stop but it'd be more sure. feasible. It'd be a lot easier to uh, build a case, that even if you were renting some money yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to the whatever to the municipality for it. At least it's the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and I took that idea I think from Kelowna. There's a few of them that do. Uh, they have their burn building in the garbage dump. And it's great because, like, I was talking to one of the guys, like, yeah, we just go over and uh, they have stacks of pallets because <laughs> they're getting rid of them and they're chipping them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you just go grab, like, we drive out the pickup truck, throw some pallets on, drive over to the burn building, fill your boots. So you don't need yeah. really any land. The guys that, that were just with us, they actually got gifted uh, a few acres of land from the old uh, lumber mill. For they sure. Yeah, they nice. they got yeah. a little corner gifted to them. So, so we were talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, I said, get a can. So I need yeah, start. Yeah. It's a great location because yeah. it puts you away from nearby residents where yeah. we have yeah. a couple and we always we throw them we, gifts. We, we, gift, <laughs> we give them some stuff just, you know, for the nuisance yeah. of being around and mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah. we are definitely we're probably one of the only training grounds that I know of is like pretty much I mean, we're not downtown, but we are we are downtown. Like right across from us is a mall. Yeah. <laughs> like right across yeah. the runway. People mm-hmm. see us but like, stuff's burning and things are on fire. They're mm. yeah. But no complaints. <laughs> like they, we know they see the flashing yeah. lights. They see the fire. They know what's yeah. going on. For sure. And like we're really lucky that our community sees the value in our training. Um, and we are pretty aware of like we we don't train live fire deep into the summertime. Yeah. Because again, because we easily could. Yes, we we it's have been a, stopping us. Yeah, there's a thing. There's a bylaw that we have that allows us to train. But mm-hmm. we recognize the optics of. Yeah, of burning when the province is on when fire. When the province is on fire, you. us well, we're gonna being live fire. About like it. we yeah. don't need to do that. Yeah. So once you get some land and you get a facility, and just 
be aware of what that looks like. Be aware of your uh, community, obviously. And um, generally, you'll get that buy-in from the residents. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've been very, very fortunate. So I really think for under 10 grand, which isn't a lot of money, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you could probably set up pretty nice burn building for sure um is it going to be nfpa approved no because nfpa has a whole schwack of stuff but again nfpa is a guideline it's not a mm-hmm. it's not a law yeah can you do it safely as long as you prove everything's safe like you were saying we yeah. whenever we do a lot uh, any live burn we do a safety brief beforehand yep yeah we go through it we have like i said yeah. Yeah. yeah we have text so we always have a guy a safety officer sitting in the back um overwatching everybody mm-hmm. um we always send uh, a senior guy in with their guys we always track the hose like that. We don't do any crazy, like when we're doing live burn, we don't start throwing pallets on top of people and doing crazy writ stuff. Yeah. If we do the writ stuff, it'll be away from the, the yeah. burn chamber. It'll be mm-hmm. in the warm, in the warm room. room. It won't be in the, yeah. right, right in the burn. Um, yeah. We try to make everything as safe as we can. So it just comes back to, like Bob always says, if no one's, nothing's going to happen until. No one cares until no something care, happens. No one cares until someone, something happens. If something was to happen, I feel we have enough, like, we could easily, like, if we had to go to court, we'd be like, hey, this is all the stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a, uh, a certified burn building. But again, we are not doing a cert- certified training. We are just doing mm-hmm. training for in-house. Yeah, it's in-house training. Yeah. <clears throat> and you can always even support even further uh, making your <coughs> SOPs and SOGs in-house mm-hmm. to yes. support those safety officer roles and those tech roles mm-hmm. and anything else that you're right. doing on the grounds if somebody yeah, really worries about that. For sure. Yeah. I think the big thing that really, like, really stands out. We've mentioned before we've had the JI come come down to do live fire yeah. training here, and their mobile burn unit. It's a gas fired, smoke induced building. Which I mean, we went through it. It was good. It was good, but it it was not good. <laughs> and the best is it, it, is it, it shit the bed. It shit the bed. So, like, we had three different departments that, like, us and two others that were putting members through it, and it wasn't working. It wasn't working. They managed to, like, bypass some of the safeties to do some of the other live fire. <laughs> so now they're, like, like Jimmy rigging it, and they're like, if this doesn't work, we got two more days of live fire coming. So were they hey, called? what's that burn building? Hey, I heard guys? you guys got like, a burn building. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Is like, it certified? We're like, nope. nope. Can we have a look at it? Sure. Like, this thing's awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. Did you guys build this thing? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's good enough for us. <laughs> cool. So, like, they're like the guys, and it was good enough for them. So, obviously, we showed them everything about it and yeah. blah, 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 and they were happy with it. So, yeah. at that point, sure, we can't give any, you know, NFPA certified certs coming out of the backside of it, but that's not what it's there yeah, for. Yeah. Right? Like we're not here to yeah. instruct to a level where you can walk away with no. a, a certificate. You're no, getting that inoculation and experience, and we're doing it in-house, and hopefully that's what people can take from this is they can get something together that they can do in-house. And if you still mm-hmm. want to do once a year, once every two years, send some members away yeah. for some certified live fire training, great. If, if you have Absolutely. the funding for that. We had actually, we were doing that still. Mm-hmm. And then the last time we did it, I went with their guys, and our guys were like, our guys were just nailing it. Like they were just banging it off, and they yeah. went to me, and they're like, this is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Like, like we do the, this is like everything we do in town this is a regular thursday so said, for us. Yeah. all right so i'm like <laughs> like why are we coming out here like we just spend our money down like 
keep our money in town and put these thousands of dollars that we're just spending. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so as long as we keep the instructors keep up to kind of snuff on new mm-hmm. tactics and new techniques, which I think we do, yeah. um, we're. No, no, we've never had a problem, and uh, I think uh, just by looking at our fire attack, and the other thing is we bring on, like, last week we had Josiah with us. Yep. Um, or one of our new guys. Um, not a rookie, but he's uh, not seasoned by any stretch. Yeah. still fair, fairly <laughs> yeah. new. So yeah. we bring him on as, like, a new tech. So we're like, hey, you want to come hang out? He's like, yeah. So we bring him on. Okay, come on in. We're going to show you how we like the burn building. Because he's not they're usually there when we do it. So mm-hmm. show him how. Okay, this is how many pallets we put on. This is what we do. Okay. Okay, you run the tiger torch. They run the tiger. Okay, so you're going to be a safety guy sitting in the back um, with these guys. So we get him. We now we, we're inoculating him, not only to teaching and uh, being there for the burn building, but he's also getting more inoculation because now there's he's getting used to the fire because now he's got, got to load it. So he gets to go in. Um, after what he kind of pulls out, he gets to go in while it's rocking still in there, and he has, he's got to try to load pallets. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's really feeling heat. He's getting used yeah. to that fire. So he's getting. Like he might not see it as training. Mm-hmm. I think he was kind of annoyed. Like, not annoyed. He yeah. was like, oh, man, these rookies are getting... Uh, they're getting extra training. I said, yeah. But you're getting... Like, you're getting something else. Yeah, you're, you're getting yeah, something that he doesn't see yet. He doesn't see the fact that next time he's in a live fire, like a real fire, fire is going to be rolling over his head. He's not going to be... Oh! He's just going to be yeah. doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest key about having a burn building. Yeah, for sure. And I think everybody should be able to have a burn building in their mm-hmm. towns. Like a little tiny burn building, everybody should have one. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we talked about fancy big ass burn building. Kind of what you can get. We yeah. talked about where you can maybe put it, yeah. and we talked about kind of what it might cost. Yeah. So there's places out there that just don't have the funds. Like there's no, there's zero ex- extra dollars. Right. So how can they go out and get that money? I mean, we've come up with a lot of really good ways over the, mm-hmm. you know, over the past. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's chat about that. So, I know for us, like, so we had. Uh, well, the start of it, we always had some money from the spring summer, mm-hmm. right? So that was uh, the in-house training that we provide. And again, it, it's not certification training. We bring a lot of uh, companies in that provide that, but not for that weekend. That is just exposure and awareness and yeah. fun and learn new skills. Um, and of course, we charge people for that because we have to pay a lot of the vendors and time and the rental mm-hmm. fees for the yeah. for the area. So a lot of that money got kind of was able to use for in-house, whether we decided as a department, are we going to buy a certain piece of equipment or are we going to put it forward to, you know, secants, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I know what other th- things I've done in the past, and I know you guys do a lot more other s- types of fundraising. We have our um, oyster feed, <laughs> so, yes. so we get money from that, and that money isn't doesn't go into the department towards anything else is into our charitable society and we decide what we want to spend that on so if, again if we want to buy um, some one-off um, special items for the department we mm-hmm. can or we keep it in-house to buy you know future training items right. uh, we've paid for um, gas props and, and other plumbing of gas lines and stuff in our department for now and then you guys <laughs> do all your other events that you guys do right and I think our it's important to because some people will give away They'll do a, they'll do like a charity breakfast, mm-hmm. and they'll give all the money to some other charity. Yeah, but I think for a while there, we looked at it as okay, we'll like, and everybody, we we weren't lying. Like we tell people, hey, we're we're this money is going towards our our new burn building, our new training center. Yeah, and then we explained to the town the reason why we do that is because it will now make you safer by having us train better. Mm-hmm. So people were totally open. There you go. Like they're just you yeah. know. 
Um, so rather than giving it to some charity like the Red Cross, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to sued now. <laughs> but, you, but you know, giving it to some big charity that you know a lot of money gets mm-hmm. spent on like um, yeah. management and all that kind of stuff, we just said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna take this money. Um, we go towards us, but we're not like spending it on ourselves for a party. We're no. using it to further no. our training, which is going to help you <clears throat> and also help us. And a lot of that money sometimes gets um, given away to other charitable causes in house, and that's what we do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a certain amount, a certain amount of charities that we always provide to from our fundraisers, right. but we do take a portion of that to do other things in the department as well. Yeah, I think for a while there, when we were really billing heavy, we were just literally telling the town or the people in town, like, "No, we're keeping this money and we're billing this. Yeah. We're not." But that's the know. key, right? That's mm-hmm. what, you're telling you're yeah. telling everybody, hey, this is this is where the money for this fundraiser is going to go, yeah. and people are still 100 percent on board. Unless what our raffle was for years, yeah, for several years, it was earmarked for yeah, training ground. training grounds. That's right for mm. for years until mm. um, we bought all of those containers and whatever. Yeah, and other stuff. I mean, we could still earmark it for another hundred years, like oh, yeah. pave it, yeah. and like we can make a huge. I mean, the thing about our training ground is like we talk about it all the time, but it's not. Like, we're not a, like, if you go to some city, to, like, you go to some big hot, like, we were just talking about J.I. We're going, to, we're going to yeah. there, or probably down in Texas, one of those, like, you look at those really fancy, like, it's, like, paved, and there's, like, hydrants oh, everywhere. Beautiful places. There's multi-story yeah. structures. Our training ground is kind of, it kind of looks like what we would go to around here. Yeah. <laughs> like, down there, it's like, yeah, they got pavement everywhere, they got hydrants everywhere, they got multi-story buildings. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what you get in the city, uh, a city training ground. Because that's what you get in the city. Here we have like we have derelict cars laying around. We have kind of kind of looks like junky. I mean, sometimes because we're lazy. <laughs> but you know, we also like like we get some piece of equipment. We're like, okay, uh, like someone donates a tractor to us. Okay, well, let's put yeah. it on there. We we'll use it for training. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, uh, our guys are just randomly dropping off pallets. Sometimes I have to tell them to stop because just sometimes we get like just loads of pallets sitting down there. So it looks a little bit more junky, but it, it also parts of it look more like stuff like. The, the areas we would almost go what we yeah, yeah that's more of our response area yeah like we'll pull up to our burn building and there you know there's like a car sitting there that's derelict we've in the past we pushed the car into the building and let it on fire because it's like we've come yeah. across um, yeah. fires like that so mm-hmm. yeah like if you look at our training ground it's not like some high end you know there's mud and there's dirt and it's puncture mine puncture mine everywhere <laughs> yeah. and grass and you know it's not it's not a nice it's not really a nice facility. Mm-hmm. But it's a facility that matches our area. So I think if you have a rural facility, like a garbage dump is perfect. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you literally don't care what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's a garbage dump. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. You don't but spend a lot of money yeah. on the aesthetics of it, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I was getting at. No, but there's there's lots of things you can do to raise those funds to be able to afford purchasing those things. Like a cash raffle, if you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like our drive through breakfast. Absolutely. You could totally mm-hmm. do a start drive through breakfast. Right? Yeah, start yeah. If, if you're a small, really small community that doesn't have the ability to do large functions, yeah. like mm-hmm. we're fortunate enough to, yeah. do the drive through breakfast. Yeah, that Absolutely. one that, breakfast that, that would have bought a Seacan. What about a Seacan? That was your yeah. first Seacan there. Yeah. Like we just did one uh, and we donated it to the food bank because now we're set up with our training grounds. So we are able to now give back. And we, we, we have been for years. Uh, but we raise enough funds to give to the local food bank uh, for Christmas here. Um, that would have been enough to go buy your first sea can. Yeah. You could have bought a, a 20-foot can. 
I think the big thing too is now uh, when we first started, we didn't have any. There was no budget in our training ground mm-hmm. um, from our town because mm-hmm. there it was kind of like an experimental thing. Like let's see how this training ground works out. Over time, the town now sees the purpose of it and they see yeah. they see the benefit of it. So now in our budget, we've yeah. now managed to put training ground upkeep, training ground yeah. um, maintenance, training ground um, additions. Mm-hmm. So now over time, our budget for training ground has slowly increased. Because they see the benefit of us not having to go outside of region. Mm-hmm, and they right. see the benefit of us bringing other instructors in and teaching at our training ground and having other departments come in. Yeah. And, and, we, start, just, and we started off for years with just, uh, what was it, 20 by 20, 40 by 40 concrete slab that we built a structure on yeah, that for a building surgery. <laughs> yeah, that was building terrible. Searches, yeah. Right? Yeah, that yeah. And that's what we had for years until yeah. we were able to come up with a plan and more mm-hmm. ideas for an actual burn yeah. building mm-hmm. and... It was only like two years. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very long. <laughs> it was a pretty short, short lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two years is two years too long for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're ever going to put down any sort of like finished cement or anything, do not don't brush don't finish brush it. it. Especially <laughs> if you're using it for search building, because you rip the shit out of your yeah. Here. <laughs> so learn from us. I think it, the chief at the time was the chief it? at the time said we got to brush finish it because guys are going to slip when this mm-hmm. is wet. And then we're like, well, and then we're all like, okay, that sounds reasonable. So then we brush finished it because we weren't really sure what we were using the cement slab for. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we thought, oh, we're going to throw a dumpster on it or something. So then we built in a building, this building kind of on it, but it was like a building with no floor. So it was just the walls. Yeah. So this concrete slab was the, was the floor. So then we started doing searches. Of course, when you're searching, you're usually crawling around on your hands and knees. So then guys' gear started getting ripped up. And so we realized pretty quick that it shouldn't have been brushed. Yeah. 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 So that's actually where we have our, our second burn building on now. It's our our slab. Mm-hmm. We have laid the sea cans on top mm-hmm. of that. But yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm for for just a few thousand bucks. Well, maybe not a few anymore because the sea cans are so expensive. You but call it's just, it ten but grand. Honestly, I'm gonna say ten grand. If you can get yeah. if you can scrape ten grand together, which it's it's not much money anymore. Like really, I think even small departments, you can find ten grand yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like even a. a a grant. Like yeah. you and it's a, a grant. great starting yeah. point because once you have that, mm. that's going to last a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. look what we just talked about how long it's lasted already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and with us, we wanted to, like our small building, the one we move around, the only reason why we haven't ever cemented is because we move it around. Yeah. yeah. We move it to some. I, if I was a, a small department, I would lay, I would put that can down mm-hmm. and put a cement floor in. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, and as long as you have it where you want it, and yeah. that's where, that's where it's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be cheap, do half of it. Like, yeah, yeah, just, like just only just cement you burn. your burn area. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can frame that off and pour a couple, a couple inch. Yeah. Done. Yeah. No, exactly. It wouldn't take much, right? Then the nice thing, like you said, like the, the small startup to get it there, then you can start making your case to the town uh, mm-hmm. or whoever where your budget's coming from and then hopefully yeah. start putting a little bit into your budget for, for years sure. to come. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't take much. I say don't 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 be afraid to go ask for sponsorship either. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, um, like a lot of businesses, were begging us to be able to donate something. Mm-hmm. Um, like for years, one of them was like, like we want to do something for you guys. We want to do like tell us what you need. Like they didn't just want to give us a blank check. They're like, what do you need? Like we will help you guys facilitate that. Yeah. And, we were in a pretty good position. So like, ah, we're not really sure what. So they ended up making a gear dryer for us. Yeah, and they, right. they donated that. And I mean, that was probably 
yeah. four grand worth of time and, and product yeah. use, right? Like that stuff's expensive. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome, right? So now we have two of them, which is great. Um, but there's a lot of businesses out there that would love to be, hey, you know what? We're a, a, a CCAN sales place. Hey, you're like, let me work with you. Maybe let's throw a couple of our our uh, business decals on the side of this, mm-hmm. you know, your building that you're not going to burn in. I was going to say it lasts all of two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of places that will have, um, like, signage. We'll say, like, our local search and rescue. They they have a sign outside, like, proudly supported by these local businesses, That's right? right? Yeah. Um, and they're happy to fly that flag because they have, like, zero budget. And they get a lot of help from a lot of local community uh, businesses. So go out and ask. And, you know what? Or, like, don't even ask, like, personally. Like, put up a post. Like, your your Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and stuff. Like, the power of social media. If a community knows that you're trying to accomplish a goal that is only going to help better serve the community, yeah. you're going to get a positive response. Not even materials. I mean, mm-hmm. somebody may, hey, I've got an excavator. You can use that to dig your hole yeah. or whatever. Yeah, let me come on and, down and help prep some of your land for yeah. you, right? I mean, something like that mm-hmm. is worth piles of money just mm-hmm. in the, the man hours alone. Yeah. Um, or like, um, we've got crush put down below yep. our uh, below our burn cans too. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. something like that that you can set your, your burn can onto for some drainage even. Yeah. Yeah. Some aggregate company may be willing yes. to donate yeah. some half load that they weren't able to deliver or sure. left yeah. over, mm-hmm. right? There's that type of stuff. Or even a, if you're looking for concrete, talk to your, mm-hmm. the same, your ready mixes. Maybe they've got a yeah. half load that they need to get rid of and they got a yeah. time frame and yeah, you have sure. a time frame. And... Some of your ready mixes, some of your local, uh, like construction, like your road construction people, yeah. they get old ro- road crush that they have to yeah. pick up and then yeah. it has to go somewhere. I mean, that stuff can be tampered back down, and it's not quite, like, pavement, but it's yeah. still pretty good. It's not dirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are those are things that you can we've mm-hmm. used and you could use. That's right. Um, and uh, have a mind for, uh, where you, like, expansion. Mm-hmm. When you build, build a, if you're building buildings like we did, our first one, we didn't really, you know, we just dropped four cans and set them up and kind of weld them together, so those ones are fixed. But our, our second one was, it's definitely more... Like module, yeah. Like we threw. Yeah. Oh, we have one can. Oh, then we got another can. Oh, then we want one more can. So now it's like mm-hmm. it's going around in like a U shape. <laughs> so yeah. we have these. We kind of you know we just kept adding to it, and it all actually links together into, into kind of a pretty cool search building. Yeah. Um, and last year, we had one more. We add another one, and we also moved. And around. then we ended up playing Tetris with it. And we're like, okay, well, if we, if we move this can here, that door lines up with that one, and this one lines up with this one. Yeah, anyway. We haven't quite no. Our carpenter that was doing it broke his hand. Yeah. Maybe not in minus 15 weather. We won't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> but that'd be nice for the spring. Get that thing yeah. down before seminar. Yeah. So. And keep yeah. in mind, when you first light your burn building up, it will probably burst into flames because it has paint on it. Yes. <laughs> so don't be surprised when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, when that happened happen. with us. We're like, whoa! It's like, oh my... Because I actually remember when that happened. Um, I remember this guy telling me once because I was at a training officer course and... We are talking about them building a burn building, and I said, oh, well, like, why do you need an engineer and all this stuff? He said, well, you can't just, you can't just put a fire in a building and light it. You can't just put a fire in a sea can and light it on fire. I'm like, why not? He's like, well, it's safety precautions. I'm like, like, what? He's like, I don't know. There's a safety precautions. <laughs> like, he didn't know. 
And so then the first time we lit it on fire and the out, out exterior of it catch on fire because a little paint went up, I'm like, oh, maybe this is what the guy was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a nice controlled burn. Yeah, you're like, burn yeah. off of that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. But it will burn off, definitely. It's mm-hmm. not, if it's painted, it's not even painted for long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a, yeah. Sweet. Anyways, yeah, I think we talked about this kind of stuff before, but yeah, man, if everybody just get a little one, one little sea can, mm-hmm. they could do some pretty sweet um, library and stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't doesn't take much to get going. Like I said, it's just takes a couple of people be like minded and and start it mm-hmm. and yeah. see where you start coming in for funds. It could take you a year. It could take you two years. This will take no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was thinking about my first live <coughs> burn, not in our burn building, but. Uh, up north or yeah. where we used to go. I was thinking about my first first time there. And actually, Todd, I think you were there too. And the only reason I was thinking about it uh, this past weekend was because we had one of our members that passed away, a former member, mm-hmm. lifetime member that Matt passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember going to that burn building there and Bernie was in there and came out and his helmet visor was all <laughs> melted, but like <laughs> warped and misshapen. Yeah. I don't know if we've quite got it that hot. We get close sometimes. Uh, right, the closest so. I ever saw was that seminar when uh, Warren was Warren in there. Warren came out. In and yeah. out, in and out, in and out. He walks out one time and, and like he's smoking. I'm like, is he, no, it's just steam. I'm like, no, man, you're smoking because he was in so much that day. I'm like, you're smoking, dude. <laughs> like, when you start breathing in warm air in your SCBA, you know you're in too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had it pretty hot in our burn. Before. Oh, we've had it pretty hot. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, yeah. I'm trying to, I, you know, it's how, like, going too far in your gear is... Not the best. No, you got no limits. Yeah. yeah. And I think we've got a pretty dot. Like, we know kind of when, okay, we've been there long enough. Is there any more to glean from this other than you're, now you're going to wreck your stuff? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But that also comes from that sort of experience, that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, knowing those limits is a very valuable thing to have. Yeah. yeah. And only burn pallets. And hey, mm-hmm. yes. yeah. don't start, like, again, I think. Yeah, our, don't, don't get crazy with couches. And... Our other chief. He was a little bit of a cowboy. I remember we couldn't get that fight back to the two pallet one when we were losing like little pieces of wood and stuff. He's like, get some gasoline. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you want to watch a video of someone blowing themselves up? We're not using gasoline. He's like, okay. <laughs> what about diesel fuel? No. <laughs> yeah. It will burn. Be patient. Yeah. We'll go eventually. It's wood. Everything yes. burns. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Pallets. Pallets. Hey. Hey. Pallets. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Perfect. And just play around. Takes yeah. you a while to get it dialed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we got a pretty good ratio now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think we're pretty spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Anything else? Any more for any more? I don't think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Modus. Who wants it? Modus. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, check out uh, Modus. Uh, we talk about them a lot. We're a big supporter of them, uh, and they are of us as well. So your uh, your snagger tool, your hydrant wrench, your mini spanners, your seatbelt cutters, uh, your high rise straps, uh, they got all sorts of little pouches and bags and little go kits. Um, they're constantly coming up with new products mm-hmm. um, and more to come in the future with them. Absolutely, uh, we really like their stuff. We use it on the fire ground. We use it in training. Um, yeah, go online, check them out, and if you want a discount for them, DTFF five will give you five percent five percent off your order. Beautiful. I'll stop picking on Rob for stop the bleed. Ash, stop the bleed. Stop, stop the bleed. Uh, or did you have a dial today? I was setting up for it. Oh, oh, man. Please, by all means. Oh, man, I was waiting to be back to Rob. Stop the bleed, Rob. Stop the bleed. Three methods for controlling bleeding. Mm-hmm. You've got 
direct pressure. You have got wound packing, and you have got a tourniquet or nice. tourniquet, if you like. <laughs> so choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, Scott and Todd are instructors for Stop the Bleed. Uh, Stop the Bleed dot org. Org. Mm-hmm. And uh, lots of training, lots of information on uh, controlling bleeding. Check it out. That's all I have for that. And products for that. Uh, if you go to rescueessentials.com, um, a variety of uh, good products and, and um, training aids, uh, you name it. There's lots of lots of different kits in there. Um, Rob's got, uh, he's won a, a bag from one of their promotions. Um, I've purchased a variety of things from them as well and some training aids, uh, some of your um, wound packers and devices and stuff from them. Um, yeah, so go to check out rescueessentials.com. they got a lot of great stuff. Yes. Oh, actually, uh, Tanner Olson, uh, <laughs> country music out of West Coast, Canada. Um, they're on Spotify, TikTok, whatever. Um, I don't know about live music because of the Omegatron virus. <laughs> yeah, <things are laughs> we're getting some more lockdown stuff happening. Yeah. yeah. What do you say once the Transformer names come in? We're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, and then lastly, us uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess we should mention. Uh, yeah, we're Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, Merry, yeah, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Last yeah. Uh, episode before Christmas. Yeah, this yeah. will definitely be our last episode. I guess our before Christmas. Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, maybe after we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. All right. Um. Done. Thank you, everyone. Have a Merry Christmas. Be safe. Rob. Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> Those things and more. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, in the words of Matt, make good decisions. Oh, nice. Well, that sounds more for me to say. Other than good night and stay safe, stay DTM. Yeah.